Why is it important that leaders read? Join us to discuss this important topic. Hey folks, I'm here with George Belsky and we wanted to follow up on a recent article I wrote entitled, Three Ways That Every Leader Can Experience a Thousand Lives. You can find the link below to this article. Now essentially, the article outlined the answer with these three tips. Number one, read. Number two, read. And number three, read. So George, what say you? Yeah, I would say rules uh, four is read, rule five is read, and and rule six is read, right? Um, Harry Truman, I, I and I'm probably going to get this wrong, so I'm not going to quote him, but I'll but I'll I'll say this. Harry Truman said, "Not all readers lead, but all uh, leaders read. Not all readers lead, but all leaders read." Right. So why? Well, number one, if one of your goals is to be competent as a leader, you need to read what's going on inside your world. Uh, What technological changes are coming up for us in law enforcement? What court rulings uh, are going to change the way we do business? What is going on in your immediate environment? that now would cause you to take notice and say, hey, in a couple of months, in a couple of years, this is going to be important. I need to move the organization to move that way. You're not going to be able to do that if you don't read. So in order to be competent and know what's going on in your environment and inside your chosen profession, Mm. you need to read. Um, And that's in that specific sense. Uh, From a historical perspective, Right. And and, uh, you know me, Ray, I love to to toss quotes out there. You know, Otto von Bismarck, the Iron Chancellor, says any fool can learn from his own mistakes. The wise man learns from the mistakes of others. So why not read how people who did the job before you did? What mistakes did they make? Whether that's tactically, strategically, operationally, whatever it is we can we can learn from from something right so you got to you got to read that you got to know that stuff that's in general and lastly it's important because leadership requires imagination nothing nothing sparks the imagination more than sitting down with a good book um, whether it's whether it's fiction or nonfiction, and they even say that fiction is is good for you because it sparks that imagination. Think of um, think of one book you know that got made into a movie, and the movie is better than the book. This right? Yeah. It's not there. Not it's there, not right? there. Right. The the book is always better because we get to see it from our mind's eye, not the eye of a producer, a director or an actor. It's unfiltered uh, between you and the writer. So that allows you um, to grow your imagination. And I think those things make it um, essential. Hey, George, one of the things I lay out in the article is 
a huge value of reading is you actually get to meet people from history that you otherwise would not get a chance to meet. Uh, as an example, I brought up Abraham Lincoln in The Team of Teams by uh, Doris Carnes Goodwin. By the time I got done reading that that tome, because that's what it was, I felt like I I knew Lincoln and almost like I had met him. In fact, after reading what led up to his assassination, the feelings were were, were visceral. Um, yeah, absolutely, right? You can you you put yourself um, in their shoes, see things the way they saw it when you when you understand uh, their backgrounds. Um, that's you know leadership. Right. And, and you being able to do that, see the see the world through Lincoln's lens. Right. That's a form of empathy. Um, and that's huge in leaders. We, ha we don't have to be sympathetic, but you got to be empathetic. You got to be able to see things from another person's perspective. Right. Uh, number one, because it opens communication, which is another one of those key uh, leadership uh, skills, right? Just be a good communicator. Being empathetic helps you to do that. You get to maybe see something from a different part of, point of view that you didn't think of. Um, so yeah, not only do you get the history, there's a human connection that goes on, which is good for developing. Uh, George, what's your secret well to reading? Because I know you you always have two or three books. In fact, if we would zoom in on your desk, you'd probably probably see a couple of them that uh, you're you're either in the middle of or just starting. What, what's your secret to reading? I, uh, I like to grab stuff that uh, I'll pick something up and it grabs me, right? I know I have a list of things. I've created a list over, over the years of things that I know I need to read. Um, you know, uh, Brene Brown's Daring Greatly. I knew that that was on my list and I had to get to that, right? Um, Daniel Pink's Drive, right? I knew I needed to read that. Um, but then a friend had, had recommended to me, this is a couple of years oh, ago, oh, hey, have you ever read Frankel, Man's yeah. Search for Meaning? And I had. So, you know, yeah. So, so I'll, I'll grab those things that I know I need to read and I'll try to read at least maybe one of those every month or two months. And then for, uh, for just enjoyment, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up something else. Usually um, something that intrigues me, whether it's history or leadership, right? Um, recently uh, on a trip, uh, I needed to reread uh, a section of uh, Bill Rapp's book, Accomplishing the Impossible, about the campaign in Boston during the revolution. So I had read that earlier when it first came out. Um, and then for this trip, we were doing a walk with history on Bunker Hill. I needed to pull that again and read it. And I got, I got, even though I enjoyed the book and I highlighted it and got it marked up like crazy, when I was preparing for this trip again, I pulled out stuff and it was, oh yeah, there's a great, you know, being able to do that. And I consider that to be light reading just because it's, it's not a huge book. Great leadership book filled with history, but to me, it was kind of light. And every now and then, uh, 
I read some, I read some pure fiction just to cleanse the palate and, 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 you know, feed that, feed that, uh, monkey on my back. George, do audiobooks count? I, I believe they do. Right. Um, what's what's hurt me is that i i'll listen to an audiobook and now i just oh there was so much good stuff in that now i got to go back and 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 read the book anyway and, and highlight it and mark it up and um you know i'm old enough that i haven't quite adjusted to reading electronically i can do it for enjoyment but if i'm gonna you know highlight something and mark it down i i get more if it's if it's hard copy George, I completely agree. Having audiobooks to pass the time when you're mowing the lawn, commuting, traveling. But like you, if, if I want to retain it to a greater degree, I need something to mark up, something to flag. George, thanks for taking the time today to pass on some sound advice to aspiring leaders. Reading challenges your own status quo. It inspires you to innovate it increases your knowledge of history, strengthens your worldview and convictions, introduces us to new ideas, and helps us solve problems. Read, read, read. And George? Read. <laughs> hey, George, this was actually fun. I, I like these shorts. Looking forward to doing another one real soon with you. Have a great night.